wear the black florets. On this week's episode, we're talking about The Sarah Show. I mean, <laughs> season 25, episode 3, <laughs> Matt James' season of The Bachelor. Whoops, almost got mixed up there. Wasn't sure what we were talking about for a second. Yeah, wasn't quite sure whose show this was for a minute, but <laughs> we, we remembered. We remembered. Yeah, last week was Victoria's show. This week, definitely Sarah's show. Sarah's show. I, hmm. Guys, if you follow us on Instagram and Twitter, you know we have thoughts. And we're also in some, you know, Bachelor podcast groups along with other, you know, Bachelor Nation people who enjoy the show. And boy, oh boy, do we have lots and lots of thoughts. But let's just start off the night where we ended the last episode, right? We're at a vote ceremony. Sarah decides that she's going to pass out. Uh, I was listening to Chatty Broads a little bit about their recap of that. And they're like, you know, she locked her knees. You know, never to do that. Never lock your knees. That <laughs> uh, was funny. But also true because they're standing there for hours. Like literally these rose ceremonies don't take five minutes. They take a long time. So yeah. And I don't know. I, I bet she was like liquored up. You know, she had a, a little too much champagne and then she was like, "Woo, okay, I, I need to know. sit down for a second. Listen. Like, that's how I feel. It, it probably was. And so I, they were like, I don't, okay, let's. Sometimes, yes, but also it's like they don't feed them. They don't get to eat anything. Yes. So even if she wasn't drinking anything, you're standing there for hours, like not having food, no water. You're just like there. I get it. You know, but yes, yeah, so she she's oh I'm blacking out. Girl, you you all right. You're fine. <laughs> so everyone gets to watch while they take this extended break and Matt and her go outside and cuddle up and kiss and all this stuff, and he's just taking care of her and making sure that she's okay. Whatever. We go back to the rose ceremony and exactly what we knew was gonna happen and what we hoped wouldn't happen. Marilyn gets sent home and Victoria stays. And Victoria, we I just want to say that while Sarah was having her moment and everything, Victoria was like, oh, like when <laughs> whenever she feels like she's gonna fade, she just sucks it up. I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, but also factual, bitch. Like in olden times when they had to wear all those corsets or whatever, whatever, they couldn't just fade in public whenever they wanted to they suck that shit up. <laughs> so fuck it up, Sarah. Damn it. Victoria's like, just suck it up. <laughs> like all right girl yeah but yeah so we see that matt went through that whole ordeal of giving marilyn an orchid just to not give her a rose but to be fair he didn't know victoria was gonna play nice white lady before he gave marilyn the rose the orchid that is what set her off to play nice white lady was she nice though my thing was like Mm. Well, no, I say nice white lady in the sense where that's how white women portray themselves. Like, oh, we're a victim. Like, I'm I'm just so vulnerable. And this is just so hard for me because right. this person is just really, really hurting me. And I just, I don't, I don't want to create issues, but she's so toxic. I just don't, I can't. Nice white lady shit. That's pretty much what <laughs> And then, I don't know, but my, but my thing is like, when stuff like this happens, when you send Marilyn home and you keep somebody like Victoria, who has clearly has zero chemistry with Matt, it's like, all right, you're making it hella obvious. Like you're playing in our faces now. Like the producers are obviously just behind the scenes puppeteering everything. Like that's my issue. I'm like, this is not believable. Like, I, like no guy, I don't, I don't believe any guy in his right mind is going to choose Victoria over Marilyn. Like, are you kidding me? 
So that's when I was like, all right, producers, like, whatever. You got, you got, you got your villain. <laughs> Little did we know, though. <laughs> right? <laughs> we, we thought we were too soon in this episode thinking that Victoria was going to be the villain again. We were, we were hella early here. We, we were. You know we what? Were. Let's talk about the girls that went home, our fallen soldiers this week. Marilyn, you know, shout out to Marilyn. Kristen of the Shower Cap fame also went home. Alana. Who I can't remember which one she is. She's dark hair and she's white. Sure. Uh, Sydney goes home, ye of the wig slash weave that I despised. You know, I'm happy that you got to take that home with you. Cheers. And then uh, Ileana, who is blonde. And I don't think we ever saw Matt speak to her, not once. No. Like a lot of the girls that went home like weren't even on my radar. So it was like, oh, oh yeah, you were still here. All right, cool. <laughs> Listen, when I saw it, I was like, wait, who is this girl that they're sending home? Who is that? I had to actually look at the cast photos and be like, right, Alana, Alana, Italy, Ileana, Ileana. Right, right, right. I recognize all the black girls. All the women of color, I know who they are, obviously. Yes. But the white girls, I was like, who that again? Where did they come from? I forget. So we lost two black women sad to see and so how many there are like a handful left yeah there's a few um there's kayla yes lauren Mm -hmm. um brie yes um, and serena p and And chelsea and chelsea yes and piper piper caught we don't yeah, know. yeah, we'll call Piper. Piper's with us. Piper's with us for now. Yeah, she, she, she in it. I mean, because if we exclude Piper, we have to exclude Serena P and Brie as well. Could it all the same complexion? Yeah. So, so we got like six. Yeah, a good. We six. have a couple. We have a couple. So <laughs> then we find out it's two group dates and one one on one this week. First of all, though, I want to dive in to say I hate that they're doing this preview of the episode thing at the beginning of the episode. It pisses me I off know. because they pretty much outed the one-on-one like before the episode before, started. Yeah, before we actually got to the one-on-one. So there was like no anticipation about it. But, you know, we get there. <laughs> so, but first they go on um, the first group date. I don't know if I got everybody's name. Did you get everyone's name? I, I did, it. yes. And I got that by pausing a bunch of times. So cheers <laughs> to DVR. Um, it was Kit, Lauren, Serena C, Asian Serena, by the way, Katie, Brie, Anna, Rachel, Kylie, who was the one in lingerie, lingerie girl, and uh, Victoria. So I actually forgot Victoria was there until like closer to the end. But yes, Victoria was on this date. And when I found out what the date was, I was like, this makes sense. <laughs> I was like, okay, so before we get even get into the date, Chris Harrison comes out and he's like, you know, Matt needs a little help getting out of his comfort zone. So I'm organizing the dates. And I was like, how is this different? <laughs> right. Like, I was honestly, how is this different? You want me to believe me? Matt was doing this stuff the whole time? I was Exactly. I wasn't born yesterday. <laughs> Like I said, I I was I may have been born at night, but it wasn't last night. It wasn't last night. (laughs) So Chris tries to convince us that this is his first time organizing a date, and just so happens that his date revolves around his new steamy romance book. Which who knew? Who even knew? Chris Harrison wrote steamy romance. Um, So the girls have to create their own love scene with Matt. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was dying of secondhand embarrassment. No. I'm not going to lie. Because <laughs> first off, it's Ashley I. So they walk into this room with Ashley I reading a segment from Chris Harrison's book. And I'm like, the fuck is this? What kind of nastiness is this on a wholesome TV? What ass? No, say fine. Okay. And then Matt reads his, you know, slightly more PG story. Because, you know, oh my he goes god. First. Goes first, so I'm sure the woman how it's done. Oh my gosh, Jen, did did that do anything for you? Listen, I hate hearing the sound of his voice. He does not remember. Y'all know how I feel about Lurch. Week after week, I don't get the hype. And him reading something sexy to me, I didn't even. One of my nipples didn't even get hard, and it was cold. I know. Like literally, I was just retreated back into my body. I could have been excited, and then it just never happened. It was just like, I was like, is this a man reading this or is it a robot? Like there is zero emotion. And the girls are all like, oh my gosh, Matt, like squirming in their seats. Like, oh, he's just so gorgeous with those lips. And I'm like, but this is doing nothing. Like absolutely nothing. You know, like everything's dry. <laughs> like, Listen, everything was dry. My teeth, my mouth, and my vagina, all dry. Everything. There was was no moisture left in this world. Zero moisture. Like, he was just like, I don't know, a dry ass sponge. And it was like, "Mm, dude, no. Like, no. no." (laughs) Trying to wash dishes with a brand new sponge. Oh my gosh. So we get through that. Yeah, we get through his reading and then it's the girl's turn. So they're, they're gonna, you know, get their stories together. And of course it goes exactly the way we, well, no, it doesn't. We find out that Rachel is like, you know, so uncomfortable sharing this part of herself with other people. And cause that's really private for her. Brie says something fairly similar. Everybody else is pretty much just trying to have fun with it. Uh, but a, a couple of girls are concerned, um, especially because Chris says they have to read in front of a live studio audience. Yes. Surprise, surprise. The audience is the rest of the girls. Because <laughs> really, it's it's a fucking pandemic. Like, what kind exactly. of audience are they going to be reading in front of? I, that was so weird exactly. to me. They're like, oh, my God, an audience. And I was like, you acting like you don't know it's the other girls from the house. Why? Right. <laughs> Why? Like, you all know they're not about to bring no strange ass people up in this resort. Like, you know. <laughs> It's not you're not you're not gonna be talking to the crew and family members like you're gonna be talking to the other girls. So that's what they had to do, and <laughs> it was very interesting. Um, Did you write notes on this? Because I have some no. key pointed notes here. I have zero notes. <laughs> so you can go ahead. So you're trying to copy me from the last couple of episodes is what you're yes. saying. Yes. Like, Jen didn't write notes. I'm not going to write notes either. Ha! I know. I'm like, Jen doesn't write notes. No, I have some notes. I just don't have notes from this section of the date because it was just like, <laughs> I was just cringing. But <laughs> you can I go was ahead. cringing as well. What did I say? Wait, Chris Harrison wrote an erotic book? What? Victoria on this date is a mess all caps on mess of course Matt looks so uncomfortable is he hard? I don't know Um, this is so weird Lauren is smiling she's so great I loved Lauren's story it was like sexy but not too sexy you know it was like just the right amount of romance not the flair Um, Mm -hmm. Sarah is so pressed because of course remember the other girls were there 
And Chelsea is me because Chelsea was dying laughing the whole damn time. And that was me. And also <laughs> her shocked face when Victoria was reading her story was definitely my face at home. I was like, yes, I want to hear the unedited version of this story. Like, I'm not going to lie. I really want to because they bleeped out like 50 percent, 50 to 75 percent of her story. Victoria got the lawyers working on all the time. The bleeping. Oh my God. People thought it was going to be Katie, the dildo queen. But no, 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 no. Victoria said, I'm the only queen in this bitch. And she wrote the raunchiest, nastiest story that her tiny little imagination could come up with. Because honestly, like. The raunch is like, my imagination could only go so far and to the point where I was like, I'm all right, girl. Like, I might need you to drop this story because I want (laughs) to hear it. Her and Victoria you know, Victoria so, came ham with the, you know, she came with the dildo first night. So we were all like, you better, you yeah. better bring it. Like, you better be freaky Katie, as hell. Katie brought it. Katie brought it. Like she, but Katie, she brought yeah. it still in a respectful way. You know what I, I mean? Know, like, yes, it yes. still made the girls uncomfortable, but it wasn't too uncomfortable. It was like no, just the she, right amount of she, sauce. She, exactly. She, she did a good way. You know, she... She turned on, but she didn't overturn on. And that that was my my biggest question was with Matt. Matt was on stage listening to all of these. And so my biggest question, if I could ask Matt anything, I want to know, were you hard? Because these girls yeah, were literally talking about what they want you to do to them. So I'm like, what? <laughs> Listen. Was it uncomfortable? Like, did you have to cover yourself? Like, did you have your the? Did you do the whole jacket? Like, pull the jacket over? Like, what, Matt? I want to know. Oh, but Matt, if you do listen to this podcast, I will say everything that I've said on here about you to your face as well. You're welcome. I yes. have no shame. Yes. Um, but the changed. best, the best part of the reading stuff was Chris Harrison's face in shocked amusement and Ashley Ein cringing embarrassment. Like, this is like, this yes. is two ranges of how. Everyone took this date. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think this is a horrible date. I think it's a horrible date. Overall, like, why would you do this? I think it's a great reaction date. Like, for just to, for just for entertainment purposes, I think it's a great date to get people to, like, watch. Because I want, I'm watching. Like, I want to know what happened. I'm cringing, but I want to know what happens. But also, I really do feel like, Chris Harrison was doing this for research for his next book <laughs> to promo <laughs> his current book and to see what woman liked for his next book. Like, I really do feel Ooh, like this is like his little focus group. <laughs> I mean, he has a captive audience. They ain't got no choice but to be there. So might as well. Exactly. So Chris Harrison got his research done. <laughs> Sarah was devastated because she wasn't on the date. Like, so they were, so after the date, they were like, okay, all the girls on the date get to go to the cocktail party. I mean, to the, you know, cocktails or whatever. And the girls not on the date go back, which is standard procedure. And right? Sarah decides she is all up in her feet. Like, oh my gosh, I am de- like, I, I just can't take this. Like, I'm not stupid. And I'm like, but I beg to differ. Like, you're acting really <laughs> stupid. Right? I beg to differ. <laughs> Yes. You're acting very stupid right now. Like, you know, this is what you signed up for. Like, you know, these girls are going to go on the date. Like, that is part of it. So chill. (laughs) The whole. So here's the thing. She was very uncomfortable throughout the reading process because 
it's uncomfortable for her hearing how other girls want to bone her boyfriend. Pretty much is what she was saying. And I'm Basically. like, are you Matt's girlfriend though? He didn't put her, he didn't, he didn't even ask you. So I guess, sure, whatever. He went on one date. <laughs> you, one you date. For two weeks. <laughs> for two weeks. And if your- that. <laughs> Bro. She was so upset that of course, you know, the girls go with their cocktails. Matt's having a good time talking to them. And then the producers whisper in Sarah's ear, go to him. <laughs> Go to him. Tell him him how you're feeling. Go to him. Don't give a fuck about anybody else but yourself. (laughs) So she's like, oh my God, I'm going to go and talk to Matt immediately. I have something on my heart that he needs to know about. I don't think I'm cut out for this. This is hard. So I'm like, is it hard because you you know how hard I'm like or is it hard because you're doing this for tv or is this have anything to do with your actual you know family situation because at this point she's not really clear she's making it seem as if i just can't stand seeing that with other women and like i just i'm not cut out for this this is so hard and i'm like okay but like can we just not i know i'm like if you know how hard i was rolling my eyes like I was just like, girl, what? Like, like, get it together. Like, my thing is, right, like, you knew your dad had your had this situation and you still came on the show, but now it's hard because of that. But also seeing Matt date other girls, but you also knew he was going to do that before you even came on the show. So I was like, girl, what? Like, what? Get your story together, okay? So I don't know, girl. So she she goes and interrupts Dildo Queen Katie and up to this day I'm not even sure what the fuck she talked to Matt about like I guess she just really wanted reassurance do you know what she even talked to him about (laughs) because I'm Um, watching him like girl this did not seem urgent Matt just said remember what I told you about like you know us and just like think about it sounded like he was giving her a pep talk like she was like on one of the sports teams and he was a coach and he was just kind of like remember keep your eye on the prize you've got this sort of vibes she's just kind of like oh this is just so hard for me I just feel whatever he's like yeah yeah I get that but just like remember like all the stuff that we talked about and like I wouldn't have you here if I didn't want you here he just kept on saying the same things over and over again she kept on saying over and over again so of course she interrupts Katie she asks for a couple minutes Katie goes to the other room with the other girls and is like yeah Sarah's here and she interrupted my time with Matt so that's awkward and Victoria's like yeah go get her tell her that her time is up like get out of get her out of there and I was like yeah you know what Victoria you're actually right in this scenario because she interrupted your date the group date for the nine of you is it nine of them hold on I can count one two yeah I think it was about nine yeah so she interrupted your time and um yeah you can definitely go back in there and tell her okay great i gave you two minutes like can you go now so katie goes in there she's like hi hi first of all katie does not even want to really be doing this she just wants her time with matt and this right. is <laughs> uncomfortable she looks so uncomfortable doing this and she's like hi sorry just like checking in and sarah's like oh i just need like two more minutes and she's like so one minute it's okay. No, no. Sarah was like, I just need like five minutes. And Katie's like, well, you have two minutes. <laughs> yep. yep. I was like, yes, Katie, tell and, her. And then Katie just stood there in the corner <laughs> of the room waiting. And, and Sarah, Sarah just totally expected her to like 
leave again for 10 minutes. And Katie was like, nope, I'm standing right here. You can say what you have to say in front of me. <laughs> Listen, that was the highlight of that entire experience. Katie just standing there awkwardly in the awkwardly. corner. Right next well, to Sarah the wasn't, <laughs> Sarah wasn't even saying anything important. She was just like saying the exact same thing. Like, you know, oh, you know, I'm just, it's so hard. And Matt was saying the exact same thing. Like, remember, like I feel, I low-key feel in, like Matt was like, in the back of his mind, he was like, why are you here? Like, we had a date. Because he kept just saying, remember our date. Like, remember our date. Remember our date. Like, <laughs> I really feel yeah. like it was just, he, it was just like, he, he didn't know what else to say, except we went on a date. Like, remember <laughs> I don't, I don't think that he's even thinking of it that way. I think he was just kind of like, this is how I reassure the women. Because remember, he had the same thing to Victoria and Marilyn last episode. Like, you know, reassured them or whatever. Like, oh, even when I'm not with you, I'm thinking about you. It's the same platitude, same bullshit, whatever. Maybe so I, just don't I, I don't, I think that you read too much into what he says. I don't think he's thinking that hard. Like, I think he's just saying... <laughs> the basics like he just... maybe there's that option too i don't know i feel like i feel like he was just like yo i don't know what else to tell you we already went on a date i don't know <laughs> but the reason gonna... why i don't think that is because of what he does later in the episode so that's why that's yeah, why that's true. so i said okay no. so eventually sarah and him get up and he goes to walk sarah on there so katie's sitting on the couch actually katie went and sat right next to them yeah <laughs> katie went and sat right next to them <laughs> She would have her ass right next to them. And then they had to get, he was like, okay, I'll walk you out. <laughs> so they're making out right behind the screen where Katie was standing before. And Katie just sitting there with her lips back. So disrespectful. Like, <laughs> awkward night ever. How awkward. Oh my gosh. So then, Matt, you know, after he kisses somebody who wasn't even on the date goes back to Katie and then Sarah decides she's going to apologize quote unquote and ex- explain quote unquote to the other women why she, why she interrupted the date and as you can imagine it really doesn't go over well cuz she she was like yeah I just wanted to like come and explain and the girls are like but you didn't like we don't know like we don't know what happened like what <laughs> they were like why are you here we're all insecure what are you doing? I was like, y'all are going to eat this girl up. I'm not mad at it, honestly. <laughs> but the fact that she was just like, I just want you guys to hear it from me first. And Victoria's like, well, we didn't hear it from you first. Because you didn't come <laughs> exactly. here first. Because, no, but that's like factual, though. It's like, if you wanted to he- want me to hear it from you first, you would have come to us first and been like, right. hey, I'm having a hard time. I need to talk to Matt about something. I'm just going to cut in for two minutes. Like, even even having done that, I think that would have gone down very differently than just walking into the room when someone was having one-on-one time and then just kind of co-opting that person's time. I that right. that that happened. I don't know. <laughs> so, they just, but then, she really was walked mm-hmm. in entitled AF. Like everything about her was just like entitled, 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 entitled. Like I'm entitled to all of this. Fuck y'all. Like and was she was like surprised when people called her out on it. I'm like, what? Why? Why are you surprised? Like, what? <laughs> I'd be pissed off too, girl. Oh lord. Oh, 
Then she walks out crying and Victoria, you know, with her fake ass self, just like, I just want to check and see if you're okay. Like, what's going on? And she's like, you know, this is just so hard for me. And Victoria's like, yeah, but it's hard for all of us. So, like, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) She did not, she did not have an ounce of coop. I swear, Victoria, it was like, what is tax? (laughs) she was like it's a hard time for everyone so i'm just i just wanted to know if like you were sick or yeah. if there was something that you really needed to talk to him about that could that couldn't have waited and sarah had yeah. no response she had no response and then katie comes over and she's kind of like okay victoria like, go away now i'll handle this and katie was like listen it's cool you want to talk to matt but bitch you fucked up my time and i don't rate that i don't respect that like you do you I don't have no nice feelings towards you right now because you fucked up our time. You're that's it. That's it. That's that's the right. end of my story. Period. <laughs> Just that's that period, period sis. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she so Sarah. I, I believe Sarah just like royally screwed herself over or you know, she listened to the producers <laughs> and royally screwed herself over. Um, if you know anything about the Bachelor universe, people. You know, not to interrupt a date unless it's, like, you know, life-endangering stuff. Like, unless you're going home. Or, like, you're, you're home. actually on the date. Yes, or something. Like, that is the biggest no-no. Well, one of the biggest no-nos. The biggest no-no is not to say you're falling in love when the other when the other person isn't, like Easy did. But (laughs) (laughs) one of the biggest motos is do not interrupt the date. Do not interrupt the date. So if you don't learn anything from us, at least you learned that. Okay. (laughs) Oh, at least you learned that. Um, So, you know, Sarah goes back crying to the house. Oh my God, the girls were all mean to me on that date and locks herself in her room. At the same time, this date's going on. We find out Serena P is getting the one-on-one, which all of us at home already fucking knew. Thanks to that early promo, whatever. So fine. Yep. And, <laughs> and then, then um, Rachel gets the group rose. And yes. Yes. The, 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 the women are pissed off because a couple of them did not get to talk to Matt because Sarah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So Sarah basically. Oh, that's what I meant to say. When, when Katie went back to like talk to Matt, I was joking that she was reclaiming her time. <laughs> So now That's the girls right. have Reclaiming to reclaim my their time, time. bitch. <laughs> Reclaiming yeah, because my time. Matt ended the date pretty much right after that. So Anna didn't get to talk to him. Serena C didn't get to talk to him. Someone else didn't get to talk to him. I mean, of course, like you said, they were like manifesting from the couch or whatever. But also, like, it's a much smaller date than the previous date. So having right. nine girls and eat, if everyone had like 10 minutes each, like it's doable. You know what I mean? It's like you have a certain right. amount of time for these dates or even five minutes each, whatever. I feel like 10 minutes is a lot now that I think about it. But yeah, I, I just feel like they're right to be upset. But also Anna, Anna, when she got frustrated, her face changed. And I was just kind of <laughs> like, is this like one of those like evil fairy things from fucking magicians like, but you see like she just got like so you know what i'm talking about like when you see her like just regular smiling i'm like okay suki stack house whatever like do your thing suki's also a fairy by the way if you guys know nothing about true blood <laughs> um or the suki stack house series yes and then it's like 
but she was mad. She was like, ah, and it was like all teeth and weird face. I'm like, ah, it's a gremlin, but not not because she was ugly, it's because the shift was so astonishing what her face was doing. So I definitely think it was. I think they have. I think they really have every single type of entitled, not entitled, but every single type of white woman on this show. <laughs> so you have your Victoria, you have your Sarah, you have your Anna, you have. Who else am I forgetting? You know, you have every single type of white woman. So you have that transforming parent face. It was so weird. Anyway, that that was just my takeaway from the end of that date. Back to you, Lex. Back in the studio with Lex. What happened next? Back to the studio. All right. So what happened next? Um... So what happened next is Anna's kind of talking to, I think, a couple of the girls who weren't on the date and tells them what happened with Sarah interrupting. And they're like, what the fuck? And then so Serena comes down and she's super excited for her date with Matt. Matt comes to pick her up. He's like, where is Sarah? They're like, she's in her room where she's been all day, all night, all day. Like she has not come down to come like talk to them, to anyone. She's been avoiding the group basically. And so Matt's like, all right, well, five minutes. And he goes to check on Sarah. That's that's air quotes around check on Sarah. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like how disrespectful is that? He was like five minutes and and Serena, you know, so she was super nice about it. So grateful. She she was like, you know, she she gets five minutes. I get the whole day. So it's okay. I'm like, bitch. <laughs> Not me. I would have been like, Matt, no, 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 no. I am reclaiming my time. You had enough time last night. Let's go. <laughs> but Matt went to console her. And by console, he like jumped on top of her on, in her bed. And I don't even really know what they were talking. It was like the same thing. Like she was just unsure if she wanted to be there and he was consoling her and it was like I'm just like dude like you did this last night what are you doing why why are you consoling her again is this the type of woman you want to be with like I was so I was so annoying (laughs) I guess I guess that's the type of woman he was but I was I was beyond annoyed like I was like I don't want to see this girl on my screen no more like come on let's go let's go um what did you also, say Jen? don't forget she was like oh i had my bags back i'm like let me see those fucking bags or are you lying bitch i was like i know you goddamn <laughs> lie. i don't see no goddamn suitcase because matt went directly into your fucking bedroom and laid him in bed on top of you and there were no fucking suitcases in the frame so you lied you were lying ass bitch <laughs> that's what your problem is you were lying ass bitch and also i want to take it back to the group date for a second because these girls are not using set and spray. How do I know that? Because every time Matt kisses one of these white bitches, his face just gets lighter and lighter. I, so, <laughs> just I saw you say that. I was dying <laughs> laughing. Oh my God. Remember, and was it last episode? Yeah, second episode where I was like, y'all can't give Matt no chapstick, only to realize it is fucking Sarah's makeup all over his damn face. So <laughs> that is what the problem is. Anyway, so... I was very upset that Matt was then, Matt talks to Sarah. He does a thing, like reassures her. Like, I really want you here. Like, I really like you, whatever, whatever. He loves a bitch ass white woman. Sorry, not sorry. It makes me wonder what his family dynamics are really like. He has Because Victoria did the exact same thing. That's the thing. Victoria did the exact same thing last episode and he fell for it. So it makes me think that that's exactly what he likes. Anyway, 
<laughs> um, he and Sarah proceed to be making out before he has to go on his date with Serena P. Before his date with Serena. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And then he was like, he went back to the woman. He was like, yeah, if any of you were in the situation, I would, you know, be there for you too. So I'm like, basically I'm giving them the green flag to Lies. like, type of way. <laughs> or you're lying. <laughs> I interpreted that as like, you can create scenarios in your head for attention at school. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I interpreted. No, it's wild because, and I don't think he's given that same courtesy to women of color. He's given that exclusively to the white women of the group. Like, because I bet you, because when Marilyn was like, hey, I'm really upset about this thing that Victoria's saying about me, he was kind of like, oh, well, you know, whatever. (laughs) I got to think about it. Like, look look at how he treated that scenario between Victoria and Marilyn. Victoria's and then like, Marilyn's mean It's true, me. it's true. Exactly. So I don't feel like you gave a woman a color that same grace. I feel like this is just reserved for your whiny-ass white bitches. So, <laughs> sure, if that's what you like, go off. Go off, sis. He goes on this date with Serena P, who is not a whiny-ass white bitch. But, no, you know, she's so the awesome. star of... I'm a little in love, love with her. her, honestly. She's so great. She's honestly just great energy. She's just, like, a great person. Yeah. The star of that date, though, between them is him not knowing what a fucking charcuterie board is. And I was just kind of like, you dumb, dumb, aren't you? Like, you hell. <laughs> I mean, he's a man, so. No. I don't know if uh-uh. lots of men know what a charcuterie uh-uh. You're a man who's a real estate agent for luxury apartments in New York. You know what and he did, what? I didn't realize that's what he did. What? <laughs> that you're a real estate agent in New York and you don't know about a charcuterie board? I, oh my god! Again, gosh. I may have been bored at night. Do not shit in my hand and tell me it's chocolate cake. <laughs> do not, do not tell me something like I just. Jesus, he's so fucking dumb. Like, he's so dumb. I'm sorry. Oh my and this is this is a mess. But the star of their date is really the donkey that keeps on trying to yeah. make out with Serena. <laughs> Donkey was very cute. <laughs> the donkey was all up in their business. He was all up in their business. Like Matt's kissing Serena with his eyes open. And I'm like, how you got your eyes open and can't see this damn donkey trying to scoop in on your girl? How how can you not see that with those big ass eyes? Exactly. <laughs> you kiss with your eyes open. How did you not see the donkeys coming? <laughs> but the donkeys were really cute. I'm not even going to lie. Even though the donkeys did interrupt their kiss, I thought it was so cute. And then, you know, they took little pictures with the donkeys. Um, really cute picnic scene. This really made me want to visit Nima Cola <laughs> even more. I was like, they have cute donkeys. I want to go. But I looked yes. up their prices and it's like the the least expensive is like $400 a night. So I'm like, mm, maybe not. <laughs> oh, so it's going to be 10 of us in the same room together. Great. Yeah. Sounds like it. Let's to see it. Basically. <laughs> And it goes up to like 3,000. Yeah. So basically. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be 300 of us in the same room. Love to see it. Love to see it. <laughs> I can't. I don't even understand. Like, what is the point of that? <laughs> but no, um, they do this thing. And again, this just proves to me how much they cheaped out on Clacia's season. It just proves all of that. I They deliberately set that shit up poor so that they could use all their money on a fucking Bachelor. And I yeah. hate it. Yeah, I I I see it too because like on this date, you know, they got to ride horses, they got a cute picnic with the cheese board. Um, they, they got the donkeys, and then they had the dinner afterwards. So it was really cute. Already, just oh, like way I better mean, than La Quinta dates. <laughs> 
And then anything that they, that that same roaming hot tub, the wood burning hot tub, came back again. I was like, are y'all just lugging the shit around like on a trailer or something? <laughs> like, is there some poor PA with a wagon lugging this damn hot tub around <laughs> with all the wood <laughs> so y'all can climb into it at every a moment's time. notice? Like, I don't know. So, I don't know what's up with that either. No. I bet. I bet. Or either either they're building it, they're lugging it around and building it, or they're going back to the same site with the hot tub. I think it's cute. <laughs> um, so either way, yeah, Serena and Matt have a really cute date. And then, so the last drama of the night is that the last group date card comes. And they're about to read it when Sarah pops out of nowhere after avoiding everybody like all day. And they don't even read the group date card. <laughs> I had to rewatch. I'm like, wait, we don't even know what the date card said. Um, nope. but <laughs> the woman just jumped right into confronting her. Um, and Sarah's like, yeah, let me try to explain. Like, you know, I was just feeling really insecure. And the women are like, we all do. Like, you're not special. <laughs> and I swear to God. Okay. I swear to God. After Sarah interrupted their date, she said to the cameras that she thought her connection was different or like way stronger with Matt than the other girls she did. in this conversation she was like I'm not saying that I feel like my connection is any different I'm like girl you lying like you were just bragging to the cameras <laughs> you lying so Victoria bites her head off Katie lights her up Serena lights her up Kit lights her up all the girls all the no, women. no, actually, Katie, Katie doesn't light her up in that way. Most of the women are, here's the thing, most of the women are actually not lighting her up in that way. They're just kind of like, your excuses don't make any sense, and right. we don't like you right now. And he's like, ah, but so, so they're like, no, we're not listening to your shit. So there's a lot of people saying online, like, oh, they bullied her, they didn't bully her. I'm sorry. I don't think this is bullying. That is my personal opinion. This is not bullying. This was literally them stating very clearly their situation. After the fact, they were being hella mean. Don't get me wrong. Like when she left the room and Kit was like, I want to tell her like, if I never see her face again, it'll be too soon. And I was like, okay, dramatic girl, you're 21. Like, relax. (laughs) Take a seat. You're doing too much right now. But yeah, totally, totally, totally agree with you. I was going to say, too, like, I saw a lot of people saying that it's bullying and they they were just bullying her. And my question is, why is it that when it's a pretty white woman getting addressed, like her actions being addressed, it's bullying. But when it's anybody else, it's like, oh, yeah, get her, get her, get her. You know, like when Victoria was acting a fool and people were like on her case, it, that wasn't bullying. And I'm just like, so why is it, why is it bullying this time? Why is it when you confront a white woman about her actions, it's bullying? Like, you can't just be out here doing and saying whatever the fuck you want, thinking that you can't get no repercussions. That's not how life works, okay? Like, that's not, when you, like, confront somebody about their actions, that is not bullying. Like, let's just make that let's just make one thing clear i saw a lot of people talking about oh they're bullying sarah no sarah acted like an asshole that's what happened like let's stop the bullying talk okay people this was not this was not bullying (laughs) okay they were rightfully confronting her about her actions like yeah maybe some people 
Right. Yeah. Some people were being mean, but they weren't bullying. Like Sarah knew exactly what the fuck she was doing. Okay. Like let's, she wasn't just minding her business and people attacked her. Like, let's not act like that's what happened. Okay. <laughs> she yeah. was an asshole. Then, right. And then she runs away upstairs and Katie is like, all right, let me confront her. Cause you know, she interrupted my time on the date and I genuinely have feelings about that. And also I can tell she's upset. So Katie tries to be a good person. She's like, okay, girl, what's going on with you? She's like, oh, I think about leaving, yada, 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 and then stuff with my dad. And I think I'm going to go home and be with my dad because he has all these health issues. And Katie's like, my dad died when I was younger. I would go be with my dad too. Totally get that. And so Katie is kind of like, okay, she's absolved in my mind. She's not absolved in my mind, bitch. I knew about her dad from the very beginning. I still don't give a shit. She's an idiot. But okay. <laughs> so Katie goes on to her and she's kind of like, okay, guys, she's going to go home. Like, you don't know what anyone's going through. So let's just like stay classy. Let's just do whatever. Like that got really out of hand. And it did. But it didn't get out of hand to Sarah's face that we saw. We saw it get out of hand right. after the fact. So right. I don't know what happened more that we didn't see. But I know that for the bulk of what was hella mean that I saw was after Sarah had left the room. So right. that's that. And, you know, even, yeah, when they were confronting her, I think Kit was like, your living situation is about to be hell. And she wasn't lying. Like, you basically just put a target on your back by interrupting other people's dates to try to talk to Matt about something that all the other girls feel. Like, you put a target on your back. So, of course, your living situation is about to be hell. That wasn't, like, I don't feel like that was bullying. Maybe that was a little, like, hey you need to think about what the fuck that you just did. Um, but yep. <laughs> so Sarah, I lost my train of thought. Actually packed. I, yeah, I just want- She's actually packed. She's actually packed. <laughs> yes. She's actually packed this time. And she's like, you know what? I'm just going to leave. And that's what Katie's telling them. Like, oh, okay, Sarah's going to leave actually. Cause she has a situation. So she goes to Matt and she's like, you know, I just can't handle this. And Matt's trying to like convince her to stay. He's like, I really like you. You know, I really want you to stay. Wait, wait, wait hold one moment. Sorry. Remember, Sarah asks her, are you leaving because of the other girls? And she was like, no, this is about my dad. This is a oh, very right, important Katie point oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. later. Very important point yes. for when Lex is done talking. Okay, go ahead I now, forgot. Go ahead, I go forgot. <laughs> yes, Katie asked her if you know, if it's the situation with the woman and Sarah says, no, like it's purely just about her dad. Like she doesn't think she can do this, you know, while her dad's suffering from ALS, she doesn't know how much time they have left. I have no sympathy. I'm sorry. Like I'll, I'll get into this later, (laughs) but I have no sympathy. Um, so she then goes to Matt and she tells Matt that she's being bullied in the house, that the girls were like ganging up on her and that's why she's leaving. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Are you first, not going to get your... all, <laughs> listen. She's like, you know, I just feel like God is telling me I need to go home. Like it's a calling. I don't think it's the right time to be here. And Matt's like, but I, but, but I like you. And she's like, yeah. And also the girls are like hella mean to me, bruv. Like they're so mean to me. Yeah. I don't feel safe here. I don't feel comfortable here. But also God is calling me to go home to be with my dad, you know. But also those <laughs> girls, ooh, they're horrible. And then she lists out names. And then she lists yes. out names. I was like, Sarah, what? Like, you know, this is on national TV, right? Like we can see what you're saying. <laughs> I was like, what, what the... 
So basically, this entire this entire episode, Sarah can't get her story straight. That's what that's what I learned. <laughs> Sarah can't get her story straight. She's telling pieces of truth to people depending on how convenient they are. That's basically what happens. And then she, you know, decides to leave and she's like crying in the car about just how hard it is and da 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 da. And this at this point, I'm like. I genuinely have no sympathy because it's like you knew like your dad didn't just spring up with this condition like you knew and you came on this show and I understand her dad was like well she says honestly I can't believe a word this girl says she says her dad was like yeah go ahead I right now I don't know if that's true but it's like girl if you know Sorry, go ahead. We did see in the beginning, in the intro, in her intro packet, her dad was there and they were filming her with her family. He did his kind of like, oh, yeah, no. go ahead. Great. He did say that, yes. <laughs> in the first episode, like, yeah, he kind of said that. I'm like, you knew. So like what you knew, you knew your dad had this condition. You knew you were entering a house where you had to compete with other women for this man's attention. And now you're all like crying, crying, like weepy, weepy, like, oh my gosh, this is so hard. I I have no sympathy for you. You knew what you were getting into. I'm sorry. Like you knew what it was. I really feel like Sarah was like had the opportunity to come on the show, get her Instagram followers up and dip. And that's what I think she did. Like honestly, like that's what I really believe she did. I wouldn't believe in her sob. Oh, I wasn't believing her sob story for nothing. <laughs> Listen, I get it. I get it, you know, because we saw it with Kenny on Rachel's season of The Bachelorette where he was there and he was away from his daughter and he just realized, I cannot be away from her for much longer. I need to be with my child. So I get having that change of heart throughout the process where it's kind of like, this is great and I really want to do this, but I also need to be with my family. Because I, I get that. But the way she presented herself or the way she's being edited as presenting herself. Right. And even the interview she did with um, Lauren Zima right after. So... Yes, guys, in case you haven't figured out, we record this episode um, a little bit later than we usually do due to some technical Just this one, though. <laughs> Just this one, yeah. Usually we're doing it the same night. But yeah, so she, her interview with Lauren Zima, so manufactured, so fake. I do not believe, like you said, I don't move a word out of her mouth. I can't trust her. I think Zero. she's just a lying liar Zero. face. Don't believe yeah, it. No. Don't believe a she, thing she says. She's Regina George. She's Regina George. Yeah. <laughs> She is, she is, she is. Like, I just, I just did not believe, I don't know if it's just like an intuitive thing, did not believe a word she said. And you're right. Like, I totally get people going on the show, realizing how hard it is, realizing how hard it is to be with, away from their families and then going, but she was there for two weeks. Like, she legit, I really think that she was like, I'm gonna stay until I get a date and then bounce. And so when she got her date, she was like, all right, cool. I got my, you know, expose, I'm out. Like that's what that's what it really felt like to me, and I'm an intuitive, so I know these things. <laughs> yes, like does she, does she even like Matt? Because she never ever was kind of exactly. like, oh, I care. It was just yeah, no, manufactured, fake. Sorry, not sorry. And pretty much is how we end the episode. Sarah goes home in her little limo, and we see the previews from next week's episode, which involve five new women showing up at the fucking mansion yes. for no goddamn reason. Yes. Which again, if this was if this was like. Kalisha season, I understand having new people, but it's the same fucking bachelor. Why are you bringing in five new women? Like, there's no reason for that. I just. Right. 
I am Ooh. confusion, but bring on the drama. It seems like <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> there's a lot there's of a drama. Lot of drama. <laughs> so, you know, that Jack Nicholson meme, he's like, yes, yes, that's me right now. I'm like, yes, bring on the drama. Bring it, <laughs> bring it on. Wait, um, I'm not going to lie. Him that's a door? little. Sorry, what? The Jack Nicholson meme of him in the door? Him in the door? The black and white no. one? I'm, I don't know what you're talking about. No, the one where he's like, yes, yes, he's like nodding. It's from anger. I think it's from anger management. But he's like nodding and he's like, yes, yes. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about the shining theme. And I was like, because that's the only real one I see that he's famous for. (laughs) Sorry, guys. This happens to me all the time. Okay. Okay. So, Matt, you were talking about Matt. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, bring on the drama because Matt's pretty dull. I'm not even going to lie. Like, we definitely need it. (laughs) the drama with the woman is way more interesting than watching Matt. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. At least Claire was interesting to watch. (laughs) You know what? I, I, I've suffered through the last few seasons of The Bachelor. And uh, I have, I mean, I wasn't a consistent Bachelor watcher, not gonna lie. So I've seen Nick Vial season consistently. Nick Vial season, you know, who was after Nick? Um, Ari, Colton, I've seen Peter, uh, Peter, and I've seen this. And um, well, I still think Peter is the worst bachelor out of the bunch that we've seen so far, <laughs> out of the ones I listed. So there's that. Um, I still think Ari bad. is the most boring person known to man, and that his wife is equally as boring. I, <laughs> I was like, they're made for each other. God bless them, because we deserve each other. And more Matt boring is- than that, though. Yes. Really? Did you not watch Ari's season? I can't remember. That's the thing. Like, I know. That should I tell watched... you everything you need to know about it. Then. If you cannot even remember seeing it, what do you mean? <laughs> You're right. You're right. Because honestly, I'm like totally blanking. I remember the woman. Like, you're like, oh, I just, I don't even remember seeing it. <laughs> Hello? The sign is right there. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so right. You're so right. Wow, I guess he was. I just completely blank. Like I just like a blank. <laughs> just, my mind just was blank when I think of Ari. <laughs> so he might be the most Matt boring is, one. Listen, the most boring one in recent times. Matt is only stimulating because he's black, right? And that's pretty much his claim to fame at this point. Or on the show, he's a he's a man of color. Person, so you know, yes. he's not black on the show. He's just a person of color. But um, I, there, I think it's just how he talks. I'm not sure if it's the cameras making him so wooden, or if that's just how he's generally like. Because I've never cared for Tyler C to even like pay attention to Matt for this to even be a thing. And people are upset with Tyler C, whatever. So I never got into that whole trend or wave. I just thought he was a child. And guess what? He's still a child. Um, but I never got into <laughs> Tyler in C. knowing any of these people. His Tyler C's body is banging, okay? I'm very mad Hannah did not pick Tyler C. It was like, girl, you're going to let that whole ass meal walk out the door? What? Yeah, she did. <laughs> she did. And then she they're still friends or something. Whatever. Who cares? Who cares about her and that? Yeah. You know, it's just like, I, mm. Matt is not connecting with me 
And I worry that they're going to use that as an excuse not to have another person of color be the bachelor, whether it's a black person or a Latinx person who is slightly darker than, you know, a sheet or something. You know what I mean? I feel like they're going to use this and... I mean, people are responding to Matt because, oh my God, his buddy is like so amazing. He's so pretty. It I mean, is. Pretty is a stretch. <clears throat> but, but okay. honestly, <clears throat> like Matt, like honestly, I'm watching, like I, at first I was like, yes, Matt's hot. He's 6'5". He has the rock hard abs. He's gorgeous. But like, he's on, he's, he's like a dry sponge. Like what we said earlier. <laughs> and it's like, what do you do with that? It's like, keep. Sorry, but he, um, it's just like, um, I completely lost my train of thought. Yes, I'm not attracted <laughs> to him at all. He has no personality. Like, I'm not seeing his personality, like, at all. It's just, oh, I had such high hopes. And now I'm like, all right, like, bring on the drama because that's the only reason I'm watching the show at this point. <laughs> so now I'm worried about when awesome. we get to, like, the last mm-hmm. couple of women. I might be bored out of my mind, you know? I was bored out of my mind with Peter too. I was just like, this is just sloppy. This is like watching a frat boy piss in a pool. This was not exciting. Like, that's how I felt about Peter towards the end. (laughs) Especially when he was like fucking all the girls. Like literally making them stay in the same room for fantasy suites. And then Hannah Ann coming in looking rumpled as shit. (laughs) His season was so damn messy. Like... It was just mess. Like it was just mess, Peter, and he still didn't even settle down. So, <laughs> see, chaos. I think he's just chaos in general. <laughs> yes, I mean, Colton's a felon. Sorry, he's not a felon legally. He's just a person who is said to have stalked his ex girlfriend and did a lot of horrible things. So you know, sure, what else? <laughs> But there's just, there's a lot that, there's a lot going on in Bachelor Nation with the most recent Bachelors. And um, sadly, Nick Vial is the most eligible Bachelor out of the past five. And I don't like him. I liked his season. I don't like him. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I liked him either, honestly. Um, I don't think I like any of them. Like, I don't think there's been any bachelors where I don't think there's any bachelors where I was like, I want to go on the show for him. Yeah, no, none of them. Huh. If Derek Paith was a bachelor, I would have gone on the show for him. Just because I liked his vibe, I liked his energy, him and Bachelor in Paradise, you know, him on his season of the Bachelorette. He cried, whatever. Wells too. I liked them as fun. <laughs> and I, I I like I would have gone and not like really on the show, but I would have you know been more invested if one of them were the bachelor. And I'm trying to think of who else. I mean Ben, I was invested in Ben season, Ben Higgins season. I liked him. Oh, I'm cute. wondering if they're gonna choose the next bachelor from the previous batch of guys, because then we have a lot of questions to answer with that. But you know what? We're gonna save that for later on in the season. We're gonna save that speculation for later on because they say. Yeah. Bachelor in Paradise is happening this year, for sure. So get excited, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we'll have to see how that shakes out first before we start thinking about The Bachelor. 
Yeah. I am super excited for Bachelor in Paradise. I will never forget my white friend. This is how I started watching The Bachelor. I don't think I ever said it. My white friend was like, you need to watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette because Bachelor in Paradise is like the best show of the entire franchise. It's so good. And I did not believe her. And I watched it and I was like, holy shit, this is great. <laughs> this is like the best That's show. I love it. That's what it got me so, too. My white friend was like, oh my God, Paradise is so amazing. You would love it. I was like, nah, I won't. She was like, you will. Trust me. So I watched Paradise season, the one that Nick Vile was on, the most recent, was that two or three? Um, That was Paradise season something. I don't know. I watched that one and then Nick became The Bachelor. So that must have been season two. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, it so became The Bachelor, and then I was like, "All right, y'all got me hooked. Fuck this shit. I'm all in on Paradise, which means I have to know who the fuck these other people are. So here we go, Bachelor, <laughs> Bachelorette. Let's do it." That's how I was too. So, guys, if you're listening and you've never watched Bachelor in Paradise and you have been suffering through the Bachelorette and the Bachelor with us, I promise it gets so much juicier like honestly you are in for a ride i am really excited to have to watch bachelor in paradise again i was really hoping they'd have it this summer and they are and i'm super excited um so just hang in there <laughs> you won't regret it almost paradise there. is great <laughs> we we're are almost we are there. Almost. we're almost at the good stuff okay i checked it's bachelor in paradise season three so that's where i started watching bachelor in paradise season three because that's where nick showed up i had seen parts of season two though i just didn't really remember about it until at the time anyway we we, we summed up the episode nicely what i don't even want to do the sweet and sour moment just because it's like there are so many sour moments when you look back on it <laughs> oh my gosh um yeah, I would say the almost the whole episode was sour. So <laughs> my sweet moment. Oh, God, what was sweet about this episode? I guess his moment with Serena that date was really yep. cute. The donkeys. Yes, yes I love the donkey. <laughs> <laughs> the donkeys got my sweet moment. No, it was really cute when they had had the picnic and the donkeys came up and they were taking pictures and it was really sweet, really cute. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that was cute. When the donkey got in the way of their selfie, that was funny. I liked that. Yeah. So Very the, sweet. The, that, the donkeys, the shark coochie board, all of that stuff. Serena P's date with Matt even though he went on the date with another woman's makeup on his face. That, that was a sweet moment of the week. You're absolutely correct. And everything sour came from Sarah. Just like last week, oh. everything sour came from Victoria. Everything sour came from Sarah this episode. I Yes, I think definitely, I would say, yeah, definitely the sour moment for me was when Sarah interrupted the date. I mean, it was sour juicy. I mean, it was juicy. Like, I'm not going to lie. I watched it. But it was definitely like, ooh, it's not a good decision, girl. What are you doing? Um, so, yeah. And then, you know, the whole episode was sour. But one thing I forgot to say, one thing we forgot to say was on Matt and Serena's date, when they did get to the dinner portion, I was low-key preparing myself to be like, oh God, like here comes the deep, dark secrets. Like what's your deep, dark secret? And I feel like they had a totally normal first date conversation. It was, or maybe, maybe third date conversation, but it was about, you know, past loves and falling in love and have you ever been in love and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is actually a really cute 
date conversation. What? There's no deep, dark secrets? Like, this is awesome. So shout out to yes. Serena. <laughs> Setting the standard. <laughs> Can we please have more combos like this? At least for like first dates, you know. I, I was really getting tired of the tell me your deep, dark secrets um, on the first date. So I just wanted to say I enjoyed that moment. Agreed. Agreed. Shout out to Serena for that. That was epic. You were absolutely right. I do. I did enjoy their date and like the conversation that they had. So that was actually fabulous. It was. It was. It was very mm-hmm. cute. Um, did you Love have a sour moment or you're saying the whole, the whole, the episode? whole episode was sour. Once Sarah was on the screen, I just wanted to punch her in the face. So that would just ruined my whole night, uh. obviously, <laughs> <laughs> but I had a lot of thoughts. Like there's a lot of thoughts I didn't even share in the live tweet because I was like, Ooh, this is kind of mean. You can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that. It's, it's too mean. I save it for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You can say it here for sure. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody gonna beat your ass. <laughs> so. Listen, I mean, y'all can try, but best believe I got these hands to match my mouth. I ain't not afraid to fight nobody. <laughs> Anybody who knows me knows I that am. I'm the last person you want to get wrapped up. I, I, I will fight you, and I have no shame about it. Like, oh, I Lex, do not fight. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Oh, I don't think you know this story. Um, so. I have family in Antigua where Lex is from. That's how we met each other. Oh, yeah, and true. there was a time who we went to an event uh, with one of our mutual friends. And we were walking back from said event back to the house. You know, the house is pretty centrally located. And this dude smacked our mutual friend on the butt. Now, I'm hella sober. This friend is like 17 years old. And this is a grown-ass man. This is somebody's, like, this is a 12-year-old's dad. Like, this is a grown-ass man. And I said, what the fuck you think you do? And friend's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. He done leveled Jen up in the middle of the street in the daytime. This is going to be a problem. And I was like, no. What the fuck you think you just do? And he's like, oh, go ahead, show me now why. And I said, listen to me, big belly ugly face man and she was like okay time to go <laughs> time time to leave <laughs> excuse me and then she's a fucking child you know she's a child she's a child i was very upset um but that just lets you guys know what kind of energy i will bring to any kind of confrontation yes i don't care how big you are i don't care how small you are if you ask for a fight and i am game to give it to you i mean that's it, that's it. <laughs> I am the type of person where it's you lay your hands on me, I go straight to a lawyer. So <laughs> just so you know, okay, guys, I do not fight, <laughs> but I am not afraid to get lawyers involved. Okay. I pay for this plan where I have a lot, like a whole team. So just so y'all know, Wait, <laughs> if you ever lawyers, get into anything with me. Lawyers for something. <laughs> But like you know what I mean? It's just like energy. That that's just the kind of thing. And but it takes me so long to get there. I'm only usually there like when someone's disrespecting my friends, physically more than anything else. Because I don't think yeah. we need to be touched. I hate when people just touch women because they fucking feel like it. That don't touch any of my friends in my presence. Because that was I'm very out of pocket. Yeah, that was. <laughs> like, I, I'm that, a <laughs> hands up. 
That was valid. That's a valid response because I was very out of pocket. Like I'm really, I'm actually really, I'm like surprised but not surprised because men are idiots. Men are <laughs> so men don't yeah. think we will fight them. And I was like, y'all don't know I carry a knife with me everywhere I go. I will stab the fuck out of you and happily go to jail. You will see me in my mugshot covered in blood, smiling dread. Like I don't think y'all understand it. I'm literally a psycho. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, if you didn't know, now you know. <laughs> Once I have made that choice to go to jail, I have made peace with that. Yeah. I am yes. okay with that. Yes. So I'm not going to change my mind later on. I'm going to be like, yep, I did that and I'm okay with it. Yeah. So I it's all good. <laughs> Just so y'all know, that's where we're at there. Uh, that's why most of the stuff in Bachelor Nation could not fly with me. That's why I'd be the mean girl of the host. Not because I'm going to put hands on you. Because I mean, some of these white bitches, maybe. I was I was about to say, I was like, Jen, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you might I feel like there might be some moment. Listen, some of these girls want that smoke and I'm happy to give it to them. But just like in general, I just have that thing where my mouth works independently of my tact function in my brain. So if Sarah, I would have been a more Victoria-like person in that Sarah situation because I'd have been like, but you ain't said shit. So what the fuck you doing here? Like that would have been me. Like that really would have been me just because, not because I care about Matt, but because I'm just like, you come in here with some fake ass bullshit. Like why you never just keep him out and go home? Like you didn't even have to come in here. If you never come in here, we wouldn't have a problem. Like why didn't you just go home? <laughs> That was the real question. Why didn't Sarah just go home? She really wanted Matt to be like, oh, I want you to stay. I'm going to choose you. Blah, 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 blah. Or she just wanted her. Inst- I believe she just wanted her Instagram follows up. But yeah, I don't. I definitely have worked on my tact over the past few years. I can say I definitely had none. <laughs> Maybe 10 years ago, I have a little bit. But I feel like I would have definitely called her out too to be like, girl, you did not say anything and don't cry because you deserve no sympathy like you knew what you were parent i'm gonna give you something for cry about if you don't stop the call (laughs) darling you don't cry you want me to give you something to cry for (laughs) should have been like whenever you're ready (laughs) dead dead i'm sick of us honestly but my other point for this episode was is there someone there who is an interpreter for abigail like yes i know she's a cochlear implant Yes, I know that, you know, she's born deaf, but she did say in her initial thing that she'll be, she helped her to read lips, right? Yeah. So when some of the stuff is going on, I'm like, she looks hella perplexed. Is there somebody with her who also speaks sign language or somebody who just happens to be there to help translate some moments? I don't know. I think the, the cochlear implant helps and then reading the lips helps. But maybe, I don't know, maybe once the camera's off, she's like, all right, so what's the rundown? <laughs> like, give me give me the rundown. Yeah. I didn't catch that, you know? Listen, I'm just asking that because like in the part where actually I was explaining what the date was supposed to be and it panned to Abigail, she looked so fucking confused. I was just I like, yeah. but, you know, good catch. Yeah, maybe I I've noticed it from... Remember the, from the previous episode, I'm like, how are you going to have the deaf girl on this paintballing date where they got to be calling out audibles out of whatever? And I don't know exactly how a cochlear implant works in terms of like how it interprets sounds like that in a noisy space. So 
I'm like, was she even really? How do you even ensure that she is safe in that regard? And this is not me looking at it from an ableist standpoint, it's just me thinking like from someone who has admitted to having, you know, being hearing impaired or deaf, depending on how people like to be referred to, and having the implant and having certain limitations related to that in a loud, noisy, outdoor situation like that, how does it work? Yes, I'm definitely curious to see how they are how they are catering for her as well. It's definitely like just to make sure that everything's, you know, that everything's like on even playing field and she can keep up with everything that's happening. Um, so I really wonder, I really wonder if there's like a designated um, someone doing sign or if somebody like just keeps up with her. Like, she just, like, gives her a rundown after every time they shoot and be like, okay, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. I'm also wondering so, if Maggie speaks sign language. Because they seem very close based on the pictures and the stuff we see with them sitting next to each other. Oh, Maggie. Oh, we forgot about Maggie when we were doing our six-girl rundown, black-girl rundown. So no, seven. Maggie's still there, isn't she? Yeah, but yeah. we didn't count her when we were counting all the black women left. Oh, so right, right, seven. right. So it's seven. Right. Hey, hey, it's seven of us. <laughs> That's <laughs> I right. I forgot about her. I want to see her get some more shine. Agreed. I, I definitely want to see that. Her. I want to see her because she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I want to see her and Matt do a little one-on-one, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. <laughs> I, mean, I guess we'll see honestly, next week. <laughs> Maggie deserves better than Lurch, in my opinion, but okay. I mean, go yeah. off <laughs> but she she needs her we need to give maggie her five minutes sarah got a million we need to give the black woman some more <laughs> that's right more shine for black women on the next episode so what do you think is gonna happen with these new women so there's five new women showing up do you think they're gonna have crazy limo entrances or is it just gonna be boring I feel like they're not going to be super, super crazy, but I feel like they're definitely going to try to like rock the boat a little bit and try to get Matt's attention since they're coming in two weeks, two, three weeks later, four weeks later. Who knows? It's very odd. (laughs) Never seen this before. Um, So it'll be very interesting. I feel like they're going to rock the boat. And I do feel like the night they come, they're probably going to get rid of um, just as many women who came in. So if five women came in, they'll probably try to get rid of five women. So I think they're going to do whatever it takes to stay in the house. What do you think? Agreed. They're going to do whatever they can do. And I respect that. I appreciate that. But I just know that the girls who are there are not going to make it easy. We saw how they, quote unquote, bullied Sarah. Like, they're not afraid to bring the smoke for these people. Yeah. So I'm very interested in seeing how they take it. That's probably the best way of putting it. I'm wondering how they will take these new women entering and how they're going to interact with them. But I have a feeling that um, Chelsea's going to be going home in the next couple of episodes, which makes me sad because I, I love her. But um, I think next episode, the episode after that, is going to be Chelsea's going home point. And I, yeah, yeah, I have the, I have the same, I had the same feeling honestly because we don't really see them together, and then there's about to be another rose ceremony. So it's like, ooh, Chelsea, I don't know, are you gonna make it? And then the other drama with next episode is that someone Anna's walking around saying someone is rumored to have a sugar daddy. 
So for the escort, you think it's Kylie? Yeah, I was just she, about she, to ask. She, she works think? in the club. She works in the clubs as an enter, um, a bottle girl or something, like a hostess oh, or whatever. So I think she's talking about her. And also, I am not here for slut shaming. So, so what if she had a sugar daddy? It doesn't mean she's fucking him. That's not the only way to get some sugar. That's all I'm going to say about that. Right. Right. And I'm just saying, if there are any sugar daddies out there who don't want sugar, your girl is available. <laughs> no, for real. Like, um, I definitely feel like they were le- they're about to lean into slut shaming, whether she has a sugar daddy or whether she's an escort or something. But my, my thing is, you're obviously jealous. <laughs> wow, about how about you mind your business? Okay, okay. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. I low-key thought she was talking about Victoria because Victoria's job title is queen. <laughs> and uh, so okay. I low-key thought they were getting into like, wait, what does she actually do? <laughs> no one gives a fuck what Victoria actually does, bro. No one cares. What I'm I'm curious. I mean, I, re- I I don't care, give a shit about her, but I'm curious to know how does she make her money? Like, I don't think she's an influencer. So, okay, is but it? I'm like, going to do some research. Look at her outfits. Is she really making money? No. And I'm asking this just based on the clothes she brought with her. Like, she shopped at Forever 21 and came on The Bachelor. Like, You're right. That's it. <laughs> You're right. I because I saw I saw something she wore. I saw somewhere else, and I was like, "Oh, that was not. That's kind of cheap. <laughs> like you're wearing that in a bachelor. Her outfit's just not hitting. I don't know, Victoria girl. You need a stylist. Something honestly. Um, <laughs> any any last oh. thoughts before we wrap up the show? Well, my last thought is that you know we're about to have our first, you know, woman of color as vice president. Well, the first woman, and the woman happens to be a black South Asian woman, uh, you know, first vice president of the United States who's doing those things. So shout out to Kamala Harris, even though she, the feds. Um, <laughs> just shout out to her for, for being where she's at. You know, she's also a Howard alum and AKA alum. So, you know, like she, she's got some stuff going for her, but also like- You forgot Jamaican descent. I thought you yeah. were gonna lead with that one. No, I don't lead with that one. I'm I'm leading with just the fact that she 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 brown and she woman like all that other stuff for me is actually like she's a Howard alum, you know. She was an AKA. Yes, her dad's Jamaican, her mom's Indian. So like those are all things. And shout out to that happening. Um, shout out to all of our listeners out there, especially MJ. Hey MJ. Love your love commentary you, MJ. <laughs> We love you over here at Blatchlorettes. And yeah, I think that's it. I just, next week we'll see what happens. Yes, we definitely will. Definitely shout out to Kamala. Definitely shout out to Joe. It's kind of wild that it took a pandemic <laughs> to get Trump out of there, but we did it. <laughs> No more carrot in the White House. No more Cheeto in the White House. So happy about that. Excited about that. Well, we'll see about the future. (laughs) But I think that's it for me. Thank you guys for the support. I'm Lex. She's Jen. We are the Blatchlorettes. Catch you next time.